Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the mystical temple of God by St. Stanislaus of Jesus and Mary Papchinsky from beginning to end. Today, we take up from where we left off, beginning with chapter 3, part 1, pages 581 to 582. Chapter 3, The Altar of the Mystical Temple. I embrace the Oracle of Clairvaux and publicize it to all. The Holy Temple is a God-fearing soul, and the altar is its excellent heart. Bernard spoke this, and who would not admit that the heart of man, especially a devout one, is the altar of God the Most High? For just as God veiled in the Most Holy Eucharist is never absent on the altar of a material temple, so he is never absent in a heart that is devoted to him. Hence, he addresses us in the writings of that most enlightened father of Calahora, John of Jesus and Mary, who was once superior general of the Carmel, which is beginning again to blossom, in the following words, Prepare your hearts from their very depths for me, so that, attracted by your love, I may rest in them, like the groom in his bridal chamber, as God on his own altar. Once the God of infinite goodness desired that a temple be set up for him by the king of the Israelites, and so he intimated his desire to his prophet and dispatched him to David with these instructions. Go, tell my servant David, thus says the Lord, should you build a house, should you build me a house to dwell in? How much more ardently does he desire to have an altar I say, the whole heart dedicated to him in his mystical temple. From this arises this entreaty, so to speak, addressed to each one of us, as it is found in the writings of the sage. My son, give me your heart. That's from Proverbs, chapter 23, verse 26. For what purpose? That he may inhabit it, reside therein, and stay reign and rest therein forever. For the Roman philosopher himself believes God dwells in each good man. That's from the writings of Seneca, the Roman philosopher. For that reason, the golden Aurelius accedes to this when he proposes the goal of created man to us in the following discourse. God made man that by loving him, he may possess the highest good. God is therefore the most noble possession of man. But if God is the possession of man, then certainly he is most deserving of the most noble place in man, for the more excellent things are to be held in a more excellent way, and the more sublime are to be honored in a more sublime way. Yet what is more excellent or more sublime than God? Since then there is nothing in man either more deserving or more noble than his heart, God is to be placed here uh, as on his altar, so that he may rejoice and most fully in his whole possession. St. Stanislaus of Jesus and Mary begins this chapter by quoting St. Bernard of Clairvaux, who calls the Holy Temple a soul 
that fears God, meaning one who loves God and seeks to obey him. He calls the altar of the temple the excellent heart of that person. St. Stanislaus affirms that the heart of a devout person is the altar of God most high. God is always present on our altars, hidden in the tabernacle, in the blessed sacrament, and God is always present in the heart of a person who is devoted to him. God wanted a temple to be built in Jerusalem, but even more ardently, he wants to dwell in the heart of each of us. Among those that he quotes in this chapter, St. Stanislaus quotes St. Augustine, whom he calls the Golden Aurelius, which was one of St. Augustine's names. Augustine teaches that God made man so that he could possess the highest good, which is God. He does this by loving, since God is love. So our highest and our most noble possession is God. And if God is our possession, then God deserves the most noble place in our temple. And our highest and most noble place is our hearts. St. Augustine teaches that God is placed in our hearts as on his altar, so that we can fully rejoice in God, our greatest possession. St. Augustine once famously wrote in his Confessions of looking for God everywhere else except within. He finally discovered God within himself. And we shouldn't forget this teaching either. We should worship God who is present on the altar of our hearts. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you. I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.